Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, guys? And welcome to episode three of Dig Straight Down. This is a podcast about Minecraft, and I am Rebel JC. Well, for the past week in Minecraft, I actually uh, started a new single-player world. Wanted to dip my toes back into that early game uh, play, and it's been pretty fun. Um, I spawned on this really beautiful kind of plains that is right next to the ocean, so it's kind of like a plains beach in a way, and on the uh, um, bordering it on the other side was a really, really big desert. Um, with an acacia biome and a village right out uh, right out of sight uh, over the render distance horizon. It was really cool. Uh, it was kind of the ideal spot, too. So I just wanted to take it easy and uh, just kind of take my time building a base. Not too much of a, in a hurry. Just kind of enjoying those early moments of the game. And there really is something about that. The, the nostalgia of spawning into a world with nothing... Uh, punching a tree, getting your wood, you know, doing those early game things, and just sort of like wandering around a little bit, uh, exploring um, what's over the next hill, you know, and maybe finding a village, uh, seeing if you can trade with the villagers, get some emeralds in. Um, it's been really fun, so uh, I'm looking forward to playing more on that. I'm actually trying to look for a good server to play on as well. Um, I've played on a realm with some friends, um, but due to just some budget issues with all, we're all trying to save money. So, um, everybody's going to have to, uh, not subscribe to realms anymore. So I'm looking for another server to play on. Um, and hopefully soon I'll find one, maybe one that's small and I can get to know some other players. Um, well in this episode, I'm going to talk about, uh, loot and rewards in Minecraft, specifically, uh, the loot and rewards that comes from doing what I would call quests in the game. And uh, to me, kind of what defines a quest in Minecraft is it's a challenge in the game um, that includes unique mobs or unique uh, structures. And at the end of this thing is a um, is a reward. So at you, when you complete the challenge uh, that in, in, that involves this unique mob or this unique structure. You get some sort of reward from that, uh, and there's there's several of these already in the game, um, and and many of them I, I think that are my favorite things to do in the game. So like, um, uh, in no particular order, you got the woodland mansion. Um, you know, going into a village, uh, uh, looking out, finding a cartographer, or I mean, making one on your own if you can make a cartography table, um, and getting a. Uh, Woodland Mansion map, that's the best way to find these things and striking out. Usually it's a uh, pretty long journey depending on where you are in the world, but uh, usually the uh, dark oak forests are pretty far from spawn, so finding one with a woodland, woodland Mansion in it can be kind of a challenge. Even with one of these maps, it can be a very long journey. So taking this long journey across uh, the world, across oceans and other biomes, finding the, finding the, uh, the mansion... 
and then going in, I, it's it did um, when when I first raided my first mansion, I was a little surprised at um, how challenging it kind of was. I mean, for someone like me who had never encountered vindicators and evokers before, they were uh, they were surprisingly challenging. Um, the the vindicators they strike hard, you know, and the the evokers, I mean, they have the, they, they summon in the Vex and the, the, those guys, they're so annoying. Probably my least favorite mob, even, I hate them even more than a baby zombie. And a lot of people hate the baby zombie with a passion, but for me, the Vex are the worst. Um, so yeah, it, it, defeating, uh, raiding the Woodland Mansion, um, going in, making sure you kill all the, all the mobs, maybe if you don't want to, um, save any of them for any sort of farm. Uh, lighting it up, um, killing all the evokers, getting your emeralds, and the reward, usually the reward in a woodland mansion is what you get from the evokers, which is the um, totems of undying. And those are a really, really cool um, item. You know, you, you hold it in your offhand or whatever, and you die. Uh, it keeps you from dying, brings you back to life, and you can c continue trying to survive whatever situation you're in. Um, it's a pretty cool item. It is a one-use only thing, which to me, I, I don't really like the idea of it being a one-use thing. I, maybe, I don't know, maybe it would be better if the totem kind of had like a uh, durability bar to it. And maybe it's more like a three-use item or something. I, I don't think necessarily for um, players who aren't farming evokers, I don't think that that would be too overpowered. Maybe if you get into people who are ma making raid farms, now that could be a little overpowered. But um, honestly, I think just for basic gameplay, if the totem had maybe three uses in it, that would be perfect. I, I would, I, I think that that would uh, make the totem even cooler. Um, so then you have the stronghold, and the stronghold—that's a classic uh, dungeon that you raid in in Minecraft, um, especially as it has to do with. Um, one of the main goals of the game, which is to get to the end and defeat the end dragon. In order to do that, you have to find the stronghold and uh, activate the portal inside. Um, usually it's, you know, very similar to the mine shafts, and it kind of has a random uh, layout, um, many dead ends, many uh, just staircases to nowhere, um, some libraries, which are cool. They only, I mean, and you have uh, loot chests scattered around um, with not, I mean... Maybe they'll have a few diamonds, uh, uh, golden apples, um, saddles, and things like that in them. But usually, there's not any loot in a stronghold that really stands out. And really, when you when you um, find the stronghold and you fight your way through it, usually the reward really is just access to the end. And which really, I mean, that makes the whole trip worth it. And it, um, it opens up a, a whole new dimension in the game for you to explore. It's a pretty good reward to uh, defeat a stronghold. Um, then you have um, the Nether Fortress. Uh, uh, that's one of, in my opinion, one of the most boring, <laughs> uh, at least in looks, one of the most boring dungeons in the game. Uh, no, don't get me wrong, they can be challenging, especially if you find yourself cornered by uh, some wither skeletons um, and being kind of, uh, sniped from a distance by some blazes, it can be pretty challenging, um, but as far as looks go, you know, I think that they could be designed a little bit better, right now they just kind of look very plain and blocky and flat, but I don't, I don't know, maybe that's the, maybe that's the intent. 
Um, but uh, in the Nether Fortress, um, I suppose you could call the reward of the Nether Fortress um, the Wither Skulls. I mean, you have a chance to find the Wither Skulls, uh, with which you can then summon in the 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 Wither itself. Um, and uh, I mean that it's not vital to the progression of the game that you do this. Um, so, and as, and as far as what you can do with the Wither Skulls, that's literally all you can do is to bring in the Wither, and if you're, I mean, if you really, really, really want to have a beacon, then that's a good reward, but if you don't really want a beacon, then, uh, I, I, I don't feel like there, there's much, um, that it makes it really worth it to, uh, go into the, to explore the, uh, Nether Fortresses. Naturally, after that, we would talk about the Wither battle itself. Uh, you spawn in the Wither using basically a uh, golem <laughs> made out of soul sand and the Wither skulls, um, and it's a pretty tough battle. I, some people say that it's it's harder than the Ender Dragon. I don't know about that. Um, maybe I haven't really compared the two closely, um, but it is it is a challenging battle. At the end of which, you receive the Nether Star. Uh, and with that, you can create yourself a beacon, and that and that's a pretty cool thing. There's a lot of um, positives to have a beacon, um, but again, like the, it, it, it's kind of one of those things that um, maybe not everyone is very interested in having, and and that's and that's why I'm kind of glad that getting a beacon is not a part of the natural progression of the game. You don't have to have a beacon in order to play the game, so you could almost consider the Nether to be a side quest in the game, really. Um, going back to the overworld, you have uh, ocean monuments, and um, th those are, I, I have never successfully raided an ocean monument. I cannot, well, first of all, brewing potions, that is just not something that I am interested in spending time doing. <laughs> so things like uh, night vision, things like water breathing potions, all of that kind of stuff, like I just, I just never could be bothered to bother with that, so... Um, as far as that goes, I've, I don't have just a ton of experience in, uh, raiding an ocean monument, and that is kind of highlighted for me, too, like, by the reward you get from raiding an ocean monument, which really is a sponge, you know, some sponge blocks, and I don't know, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm not a builder, and I'm not really interested in clearing out lots of space of water, but a sponge just does not feel worth the effort of raiding an ocean monument. Like, really, it's, it's, that is a tough battle to get just some, a handful of sponge blocks. And, and the, which sponge blocks really only have one use. They don't necessarily look great. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not too enthused about ocean monument, uh, loot. There's really not much going on for that. Um, you have the Pillager Outpost, uh, which when I first saw this, um, when, before the update came out, the Village and Pillage update, I was really excited. I thought this would be one of the coolest things to find and then just kind of like, uh, just charge up and battle your way through and get to the top and see what was there. And I did that when the, when the update came out, I, I got my gear together. I found a outpost and I, charged my way up and I found a chest that had basically nothing. <laughs> I mean, it had maybe a uh, crossbow in it and maybe some uh, hay bales. Uh, and that, I mean, that was essentially it. There was really nothing in the pillager outpost that was worth having. 
Um, now, I, some people would say, well, you can turn the villager out, the pillager outpost into a farm, and you can do that. And I've seen some pretty awesome farms, especially ones that uh, the one that Exuma. Um, Exuma Void built in uh, Hermitcraft this season. I mean, it was really cool. Um, but I don't build farms like that. And um, I just, I don't know. Like, to me, it's, it's almost like a massive missed opportunity um, to, um, there's there's really not a lot of motivation for me and players like me to go out and find these things other than to say, oh yeah, I've seen one. I know where it is. And if I ever need, for some reason, to fight Maybe to get um, to trigger a raid, and you want to go and get bad omen effect. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's something you can do. But I mean, to be honest, we have the patrols, and I don't have to travel that far to find a patrol. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like um, it seems like kind of a missed opportunity as well. Um, you have treasure maps. That's kind of a quest as well. Uh, you find those in the sunken ships. And I, I really like finding treasure maps and going to find the treasure. It's, it's mildly challenging. Sometimes uh, it feels like the, uh, the X on the map is a little off, and, or sometimes it's just me uh, not being able to find it. But, the, but when you do find it, it the, the chest, the buried treasure, that, it's no joke. Like uh, For early game, that's some really good loot. You have diamonds, for one thing, uh, often appear in a treasure chest. I'm, I don't think it, I don't know if it's a hundred percent of a chance, but I think it's close to that. Um, iron, gold. Um, and then you have, uh, of course the heart of the sea, which I don't know, like it, it looks cool. It does some cool things. Um, but I mean the diamonds and the, the other ores alone, like make the, the hunt for the buried treasure, um, very much worth it. And it's just sort of like a fun little thing that you can do, um, if you're tired of just the grind of Minecraft, you go, hey, just go out in the ocean, look for you a, bar- uh, a sunken ship, get the map, and go find a buried treasure. Like, it's a fun little uh, side quest to do. Um, and then you have the, uh, I mean, the iconic end dragon battle. Um, and I, I, I'm pretty sure that everybody who ever, has ever played Minecraft for a certain amount of time has at least tried to do this battle. Um, it's, it's kind of like what, what a lot of people would consider the end of the game. The end goal of the game is to defeat the end dragon. Um, and the reward for that, of course, is access to the end islands. Um, which didn't used to be the case. It used to be that once you defeat the dragon, that was it. Um, you don't get to go to the other islands, but when they added in the, the other islands, um, and especially, and especially the end cities, uh, the dragon fight kind of took on a whole new meaning. And so for the end cities, like, oh, those are some, that's a very unique, um, quest to go on is raiding an end city. Um, the shulkers are such a interesting, unique mob. They, the effect of, you know, the, they shoot you and you start levitating up. It's just a fun thing, um, to raid an end city. And of course, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty challenging, um, the, the shulkers, they can kind of protect themselves in their shells, uh, they can teleport away from you, and all the while they're shooting these projectiles at you, um, which levitate you. So the challenge is no joke. I mean, it is pretty challenging. Not to mention, I mean, there's void all around you that you could fall into. So the reward, of course, for uh, raiding an in-city um, is uh, shulker shells, which you can make shulker boxes out of, which are amazing. One of my favorite additions to the game. 
Um, and if there is a ship present, then you also get Elytra and an Ender Dragon head. And the Ender Dragon head, more of a trophy, but the Elytra, super useful, especially in the end. Um, that is one quest with loot that I believe is totally worth the trouble. Um, and then, of course, I mean, you can't forget the, the spawner dungeons that are just randomly generated in the terrain. Um, you have the jungle temples and the desert temples. Um, and from these, I suppose the best things that you could get are maybe name tags and horse armor and maybe saddles. Um, not things that are just super great. Um, the, 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 the saddles are probably the, the, the coolest thing that you can get out of these, these, uh, these, uh, temples and the dungeons. Um, but other than that, it's just sort of, you know, mild things that you could probably mine for yourself anyway. Um, now, as I went through that list, you probably could tell, so I, I think personally some of these are too much of a challenge for the, the reward that you get at the end of them. Um, especially I would say the ocean monument and, um, uh, the nether fortress, um, the, the ocean monument in particular, just, it's, it's a, it's a tedious battle. It's not just, I mean, if you don't have the equipment with you, it's such a tedious battle. Um, you literally get mining fatigue in this battle. And at the end, what do you have to show for it? But, you know, some sponge. Not, I'm not too happy about that. I'm not too um, excited about Sponge, and it's totally not worth the effort of getting all that gear together and to go battle the the Guardians. Like, that's just not worth it to me. So, some of these things, I think, could be rebalanced and fixed. And, um, I think uh, there needs to be some more items um, in these uh, these um, locations uh, that cannot be crafted. So these are things like, um, for instance, the trident. Uh, the trident, you cannot craft the trident. The trident is um, something that you obtain uh, on a very slim chance from drowned. Uh, I think the trident would be better if, or I think the, the ocean monuments, rather, would be better if each one had a trident um, as part of the loot. Maybe um, where the uh, the four golden blocks are concealed. Maybe there's a chest with a golden trident. I mean, it's not a golden trident, but a, a trident um, in it. And and to me, that would make. I think that um, for a player who really wants a trident, that would make the experience in the battle worth it. Especially if the trident uh, by default came with some pretty good enchantments. Um, you would still have the chance of getting it from drowned. But um, because it's a slim chance, it is pretty frustrating trying to get a trident from Drowned. Um, especially if the ones who actually have tridents uh, don't always drop it. So I think finding a trident um, in an ocean monument that has some pretty good enchants on it, that would make the battle far more worth the trouble. Um, it, w it really, really would be great. Um, I've mentioned in, I think, the previous two uh, episodes that I would love to be able to get Wither Swords in the Nether somehow. Um, I don't know. There, there's something about that sword that I love. So the, the Wither Skeletons, they're basically holding this black or like dark gray, almost corrupted looking um, broadsword. It's just, it's a huge sword. It's bigger than the sword that the player usually carries. 
and obviously it uh, has a withering effect on whoever it, it hits. So it's it's a it's an impressive weapon. Um, I would like to see wither swords um, in fortresses, maybe guarded by uh, several wither skeletons that you have to battle. Um, I think that fortresses would then become uh, a much more popular thing to seek out than they are right now. And a lot of people seek them out because they want blaze rods and blaze powder and all of those things, um, which actually reminds me that the the fortresses are kind of important to gameplay because in order to unlock the end portal frame, you need to have Eyes of Ender, which require blaze powder. So I re- retract what I said before about the Nether being a side quest. It's totally not a side quest. Um, it's, it's a primary goal. But other than blaze powder, then, <laughs> I would like to see a Wither Sword. To me, that would be just an amazing reward for fighting through uh, dangerous mobs in the nether. Now, fixing outposts, I, I think this is one of the things, alongside um, the uh, monuments, I think the, the pillager outposts really, really need to be fixed as far as their loot goes. Um, and here's my suggestion. If, if, if I was going, if I had my way, <laughs> if, if, Mo, if Mojang asked me what they should do, I would say put a ravager saddle as loot in every outpost. And that would introduce, obviously, that would that would suggest that you would be able to tame and ride Ravagers. And then think about that for a second. Ravagers are crazy powerful. Um, <laughs> they, they're able to destroy leaf blocks. They're able to destroy crops. Um, I think, and, and probably grass. And I think that's, that might be all that they can destroy. But Think about riding a horse for a second. One of the most annoying things about riding a horse is that you can't ride a horse through trees. <laughs> um, you get stuck on the leaf blocks like like crazy. Now, with a ravager, if you're riding a ravager, that goes away because you're just bulldozing through the leaves. <laughs> and uh, just imagine riding this this gigantic beast through the woods and just like plowing down like all of the foliage in front of you and just like busting through. Uh, a dark oak forest. I don't know. That would be amazing to me. Um, and also, I imagine that. Um, I mean, this would introduce an extra challenge of actually taming a ravager. So, uh, imagine in a raid or or whatever, you you encounter a, a patrol out there that where a ravager is present. Um, you kill whoever's riding it, and you you know just. As, as fast as you can, you run up to it, right-click it with the, the saddle. It has the saddle on it. And then you have to jump on its back repeatedly, like you would with a horse. Except in this case, the Ravager is trying to kill you. Um, and you do that over and over and over until it tames you. And then it becomes a passive mob at that point. It becomes a tamed Ravager. Um, that would be a pretty cool uh, addition to the game. And one that I would definitely... Um, love to take uh, to take on, and also I would imagine too that a tamed ravager could uh, attack on command, just like you can uh, jump with a horse using a spacebar. Now I've never seen a ravager really jump, except for maybe that default one block height. Um, so maybe instead of jumping with the spacebar, it's an attack with the spacebar. So um, you could use it also to, you know, you could you could 
trigger a raid, and then ride out on your own Ravager and just take out all the pillagers. That would be a pretty cool battle. Another uh, small thing that I think um, would be pretty cool to introduce to uh, loot in the game would be uh, unique, uncraftable uh, armor in uh, temples and dungeons. So, um, and th these kind of things wouldn't be like very powerful, or they wouldn't add any extra buffs to you. Maybe they would be um, as as uh, powerful as, say, like basic diamond or basic ar uh, iron armor. And of course, you could probably enchant this, but I'm imagining like um, since like temples or jungle temples and desert temples are kind of like tombs anyway, um, maybe these could be like oh I don't know like the armor of whoever is buried there, and it has an, a unique look to it. It has a unique name, and it would just be a fun sort of novelty item that you could then. Um, uh, enchant any way you would want. It would be really cool if I could dig my way into a desert temple, search through the loot, and find the chest plate of, and then insert any randomly uh, procedurally generated name. And it would look different. Maybe it's like gilded with gold or something. It has a cool design on it. I don't know. Like those kind of things would just add a little bit more depth and interest in the game. Um, and kind of add more depth to the idea of, okay, these are ruins of a long-lost civilization, or whatever. I don't know, that's just a random idea. Um, and then there's also the idea of trophies in the game. Now, there is kind of already a trophy in the game in the form of the dragon egg. So you defeat the dragon in the end, and there the dragon egg appears on top of the portal. And of course, you can get the dragon egg using pistons or using torches, um, and you can put it on display kind of as bragging rights. You, de you destroyed the dragon. That's, it's a cool little thing to show off. Uh, the addition of more of these kinds of things in the game would be amazing. Um, I think that there, there's, there's multiple ways that you could have uh, trophies. And these trophies would have no function other than you know decoration and bragging rights. Um, but they could be something to strive for in the game. Like a, a kind of a direction to go in. Um, they could come from various sources. They could come from uh, uh, killing a, a certain number of a particular mob. So say if you killed 10,000 zombies, then you would maybe, on the 10,000 zombie, 10, thousandth zombie that you killed, it drops this, tr uh, this trophy as sort of an achievement kind of thing. Um, honestly, it could come from completing achievements. Maybe if you... Um, Oh, I don't know. Uh, what, the only achievement that's popping into my head right now is how did we get here, which is the all the effects in the game. Um, you could get the achievement, but also maybe you get like a little medal or a little trophy to put on display um, for that so that um, other people can see that you, you um, have that. And this would be really good for multiplayer. Um, maybe uh, successfully uh, raiding a dangerous dungeon um, gets you a trophy. Maybe beating a boss like the Wither. Um, and because you know, it drops the nether star, but sometimes you just want to use the nether star and not put it on display. So maybe there's something else that you could get that you could put on a shelf somewhere that says, yeah, basically I defeated the wither. Um, hero of the village. Now that's kind of a logical, you know, progression for me. Like if you become hero of the village, the reward for that, I mean, obviously you have lowered prices and free gifts from the villagers, but it'd be cool to have some sort of like a uh, tangible thing that you could carry around with you or, um, that you could put on display in your base. That um, basically says, hey, I, I saved the village of whatever uh, from a dangerous raid. 
I don't know. These kind of things I really think would um, add a lot of depth and kind of uh, life to the game. Um, and it, it would improve some things that really need to be improved. I mean, the the, monu- the ocean monuments and the pillager outposts, ju- the loot that you get from those things are just not worth the effort. And for people like me um, who really love the game for its uh, adventure aspects and its exploration aspects, um, those kind of things would be just added incentive to get out there, to explore the world, um, to bring home the... Uh, you know, the trophies of battle, and um, really, it would be really cool for multiplayer, too. Um, And you deserve a trophy for getting to the end of this episode, so thank you for listening. Um, If you have any uh, feedback or whatever, um, you can email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. Um, Also, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at rebeljc underscore 92. Um, And you can listen to this podcast on Anchor.fm or on Spotify. Uh, I'm working to get this uh, approved on Apple right now and a few other places. So I'll let you guys know when this is available there. So thanks for listening to this episode of Dig Straight Down.